0: Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Welcome Craigslisters, J-Daters, and Right Swipers. This is Billy Persida and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up everybody? How you doing? Welcome to my show. I'm your host, comedian Billy Persida. Hope everyone's doing well. I am, uh, I am standing up because I am angsty and not entirely pleased. I just lost a bullshit game of Settlers of Catan. Uh, something that should have lasted 45 minutes turned into like an hour and 40 minute ordeal where I was robbed at the last moment. And, uh, not, I'm not happy about it, people. Doing my best. I also got to turn, I'm also on a short turnaround time period for this episode, but, uh, yeah, it's okay. Hey, that's not your problem. Your your job is to sit there, at work, on the train, in your car, listen to my voice, listen to someone else. You don't have to worry about how how the meat is made. You know, don't worry about that. What are you What are you a vegetarian of podcasts? No, just sit there and consume it. Don't worry about the uh, maybe the ethical treatment of those involved. <sighs> I'm doing well, people. I'm doing okay other than my, uh, my disappointing Sellers of Catan loss. I, uh, I did something fun this uh, last week. I recorded an episode of the Adam Sandcast. W- what is that? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, shout out to Tyler Merchant, uh, this kid. He had me on his show where every episode he talks about a different Adam Sandler movie. He starts at the beginning of Adam's career and goes all the way towards the end. And it might be the only podcast where the best episodes are actually in the beginning of the show's uh, catalog. Uh, I was on the show, which was a great episode. We were talking about the movie Men, Women, and Children, which uh, I didn't think was that bad. Tyler differed, and we had an interesting conversation. Sex and sexuality actually does come up as a constant theme throughout the movie, so we talk about it plenty on the show. So if you're interested, check that out. It's called The Adam Sandcast. I believe my episode comes out uh, tomorrow on Thursday. So do check that out. I had a great weekend, people. Uh, I had Hacienda on Saturday night. Might have been my favorite Hacienda uh, so far in like my little over a year of going. It was certainly my most active. Uh, let's just uh, be a little happy for Billy. Played around a bit more than I normally do. I was definitely more social. And by more social, I just mean more people talk to me. Uh, Still a bit shy. You know what it is? It's like I I need to know that they're into me. It's not as attractive for me if they're fucking me just because I'm a cock at the party. I need to know that they're into me physically. Even if it's just like, oh, he's cute. I'd fuck him. I'm fine. I just need to hear that. I need to be like, hey, you're really cute. I just need to mm, I need to hear it. I need to feel something that makes me feel special at this point. Uh I'm not like a walking hard-on when I'm at an orgy anymore. Anymore. It's like, like I was going to orgies back in the day. No, um like some guys are there and they can just they can get hard right away at the drop of a dime and they're ready to go. Me, not, I don't know. My head is like now I don't think the head gets in the way as much as my mind has become one of my bigger erogenous zones at this point. Like I went through my period of like, okay, let's just stick my dick in places. And now, uh, you know, I want to know that they're, uh, they, they want my dick specific. Even if I'm at like a gangbang where there's 10 dudes there. I need to know that she chose my dick especially. Like all of our 10 dicks were the best 10 out of the 100 to choose from. But Hacienda was good. You know, uh, some women talk to me and then you know i'm great you know conversation like normal flirting chatter smiles touching um sucking licking and all those uh, sexy verbs it's just you know what it is it's like that louis ck bit where he's like he doesn't go talk to a woman at the bar it's the same reason i don't
1: it's like talking to a girl at a bar because you're attracted to her the first thing you say is just going to be dog shit coming out of your mouth <laughs>
0: Because you don't know her. The only honest thing that you
1: could say to her is, I want to fuck your face. That's the only thing you could say that you can mean. Anything else you say is you trying really hard not to say, I want to fuck your face. That's the only thing you're, I, I want to put my penis in the lowest hole in your head.
0: So I think that's what makes me hesitant, but I'm I'm getting there. I'm breaking out of my shell a bit. I was in a fun pile of people at one point. A friend of mine was at the party, uh, someone I'm sleeping with right now, and we fooled around. But at another point, I I was watching her with another man, and I was really hot, and I was just kind of stroking. Because I I like to watch, but there's kind of a, uh, a little bit of a stigma of being like the single man just watching and lurking and beating off but watching my friend was acceptable because she knew I was there and she wanted me to be there watching. So I got to kind of indulge in that. And then another, and she's having sex. to another couple, next thing I know uh, that other guy is, is pointing at me saying, Hey, you can stick your dick in her mouth. And I'm like, okay. So this random woman that he's fucking is blowing me while he's making out with my friend while she's getting banged by another dude. And I was, I was in a, I was in a fun little pile it was a good time met a girl who uh who was talking to me got kind of caught up in conversation for a long time so that was great i mean it it was a solid party people had a lot of fun i got to watch a rope show i saw a girl get tied up and then like suspended by rope in front of everybody never seen that before in person come on we've all seen a video or two but it's a lot of sexy stuff. And the Jets won, and I was five for five in my fantasy football leagues. It was a solid weekend, people. Solid weekend. Had a lot of fun. Had a date. Last night too. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm on a good hot streak besides the sellers of Catan Lost. This week's guest, um, kinda last minute. Uh that's why I'm doing such a short turnaround on this episode. I just recorded her tonight, uh, on Tuesday night. I was supposed to have a friend of mine on Sunday night. It was she was going to go to Hacienda as well. Uh, she had a conflict and had to cancel last minute. So this week I've got Lauren Urasik. Uh Lauren Urasik is uh, the most popular woman on OK Cupid in New York City. Yeah, uh, last year the New York Magazine put out an article with the most popular straight woman, straight guy, gay guy, gay girl on okcupid and lauren Eurasic was the most popular uh straight woman in all of new york city so and she recently put out a book called popular it's about uh it uh talks about some of her woes her ups and downs from online dating and uh i thought i'd have her on the show to talk about it and i'm very uh happy that she stopped by bushwick to do so i i gotta clarify lauren and i have not hooked up she is here as a special guest uh she's not one of my my past encounters and you know she she definitely had a more conventional time on the online dating. You know, she went the OKCupid Tinder route. And as a lot of you know, I, when I've dabbled around in online stuff, it's usually been Tinder, Craigslist, Reddit, different places, you know, not the, uh, the typical spots. So it was, uh, it was interesting. We definitely have different perspectives. I think you guys are going to hear things that uh, some thoughts that you don't always hear on this show. I would say she's definitely got a more mainstream sensibility, but it makes for interesting conversation. Uh, and I don't have my thoughts on all that after our, uh, at the end of the episode. So, uh, why don't you sit back and relax and enjoy my conversation with the most popular woman of OKCupid Cupid in New York city to be factually accurate. Let's go. But, uh, but welcome Lauren. Um, you're ASIC. Am I, I'm saying that right, right? Yeah. You're ASIC. Jesus. How, how many times do people mispronounce your name?
1: So much that in the first chapter of my book, I... It's
0: a tutorial?
1: It's called... Yeah, it's like how, how you say my name.
0: Yeah, I get that too. Prasida. I'm like, what's,
1: not what's hard about saying
0: though. that? Yeah, yeah, it's easy.
1: Yeah.
0: But they look at it and they're like, Prasida,
1: Prachida,
0: <laughs> Prokida. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I had at my, my college graduation, they they announced my name. I'm walking across the stage and goes william pra, prada i'm like all right now i can, do i get a handbag or what like what's going on
1: i think they fucked up my name on, on my um graduation too i don't really remember but
0: <laughs> were we a little wasted at graduation no
1: i just like hated high school so much that i like i went literally to get my diploma and then i like sped off to like my boyfriend who lived two hours away mm. at the time and that was it. I don't also, I, remember. I like didn't celebrate with my family or friends or anything.
0: You gotta celebrate with the family. That's I know. where you I get that. Gra- you well, gotta get the graduation money. That's the key. Oh
1: no, my family's poor. <laughs> so, no,
0: they've tucked away a twenty dollar bill somewhere.
1: Okay, maybe like a twenty.
0: <laughs> Wait, so was that guy also ten years older?
1: He was like, well, I think it's creepier now when I think about it because I was like seventeen and he was like twenty five. Yeah, it's a little creepy and i mean he was fun how those work out he was literally the worst human like he was cheating on me all the time and which is understandable because he was like two hours away i mean not you know it's still like how about like you were 17 he might have been like yeah like i was an idiot he
0: felt probably like at at some point i'm kind of done committing crimes
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean he was like doing coke like every night and um Yeah, it was just, like, a horrible thing, but it's just one of those relationships that you learn from, Mm -hmm. and that was that. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on the age. Yeah. I mean, especially now, like, I'm 25, and while that's, like, still young, I, like, have a career, and a lot of other, Mm -hmm. I I can't even hang out with, like, 25-year-old girls, to be honest. I really don't have that many friends my age, because they're, like, just now, like, they're, like, going out every night and whatever, and I'm just not really into it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I should explain. So you are, uh, according to New York Magazine, you were the most messaged woman on uh, on OKCupid, or was until you got off of it.
1: Right. This was a sample of data that was taken in January of 2014, mm-hmm. and I was, like, receiving and the most on average messages per day.
0: Which was like how many?
1: It was 35 when they did it. Jesus. Um but yeah, I mean, obviously it's flattering and I didn't really I didn't expect it or like I didn't even know until they like contacted me and the um the journalist who like wrote about it told me like as we sat down for dinner. He's like, "So yeah, like we wanted you because like you were the most message." And I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" You didn't
0: even know. I didn't
1: even know. I just thought they wanted to like interview like daters on OKCupid.
0: Yeah. And and since then you've now uh, you've written a book and you're I've doing some a lot, yeah. you've done some you've been doing some things.
1: Um yeah, I've written a book and I'm working on a lot of different partnerships with different like brands uh tomorrow morning well when this is airing i'll be on good morning america i already filmed it so that'll be on tomorrow um yeah there's a lot of things happening all right that's fun tv show in the works all right that'd be cool if everyone wants (laughs) the mass public wants to watch my dating life be reenacted
0: (laughs) be reenacted by someone else
1: yeah yeah all
0: right very cool so uh so what's your dating sitch now so you're still single so oh, clearly OkCupid okay didn't work despite <laughs> dozens of messages a day.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I mean, I've met like cool guys. I met my ex-boyfriend on OkCupid. Okay mm. Um, I've met I just like got lunch with a friend today who I met on OkCupid, okay like didn't work out, but we're mm. friends. But yeah, I'm just like really picky and <laughs> um, you know, I just haven't met anyone that I like Really, I've met people that actually I would have like liked to see more, but they weren't interested in seeing me further. Interesting. So it doesn't, you know, it's not always like, it goes both ways.
0: I just finished this book a, a, like a month or two ago, and it was about the gender ratios in cities like New York City yeah. versus like a San Jose. So if there's more men in a city mm-hmm. than women then it's a more monogamous like culture. Right. Versus if there's more women in the city than men, then it's a way more like slutty hookup culture right. because the guys feel like they, I mean, I disagree with this dude because essentially he's saying that I as a man like have to always be trying to fuck people. and.
1: But that's like a lot of guys. In a
0: community. lot of guys, but like, you know, hashtag not all men.
1: Um, <laughs> right.
0: But, but he was saying that like, since guys feel like there's always possibly a better option out yeah. there, that they could just keep going, keep swiping. Totally. In cities like New York. Yeah. But yeah.
1: Yeah, it's weird. I've got, I mean, the few guys that I've like really been interested in and maybe I like dated them for like a couple weeks or something. Mm -hmm. It was always like a very quick fall off. Like nothing happened. It was just like, they just like decided in their minds that they didn't want a relationship. It's like they wanted all the, but they like still wanted to like talk and like.
0: Well, you don't want to keep, they want to keep the option open. They're like, well, who knows? Maybe. Exactly.
1: Which is like, pretty fucked up like you can't like and i think a lot of guys are also just scared of like the term girlfriend or boyfriend because i'm like a very chill girl like i'm not gonna be texting you all day like i have my own life i'm really busy yeah you have like
0: the most relaxed pose jesus
1: (laughs) thanks so like chill the fuck out like i'm not gonna be like up your ass you know and they think that, like, the term... Like, no, I just want you to, like, not fuck other people. Like, that's really what it comes down to, you know? Yeah. Um, But I don't know.
0: I I think it's... good. I've been enjoying, since booking you on this, like, your Twitter and going through things. (laughs) Like, do do any people with personalities and jobs want to date me? Right. It's like, is it really that difficult?
1: It's so difficult. I mean, honestly, I just, like, don't really... There's like, I'll be honest, there's like one person that I'm interested in right now, Mm. but it's been like an off and on thing. So I'm just kind of like going with the flow and see if it goes anywhere. But it's just really hard to like find someone that you have chemistry with, I think.
0: Mm. Well, what kind of like relationship chemistry?
1: Just like meeting and not being like so fucking bored, you know, like on a first date. Like, have you been on? I feel like first dates are just. Like eighty percent of them are just like interviews, and they're like so boring. See, and
0: I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a well. You meant you mentioned in the in the article that there was a guy who like treated it like it was an interview.
1: Oh God, it was Wait, so bad.
0: Yeah, if you like fill out an application, what the fuck was that about? No,
1: he just like asked me question after question. He was like, he was like, what are you looking for in a guy? And like, I don't even know. I wrote like a part about this in my book, but um oh and then i was like i'm very honest like on dates like if i'm not mm-hmm. into you like i'll have a drink and i'll be like i'm sorry like you're a great guy but i'm leaving
0: and i've pulled that
1: yeah and um so i said that and he was like i don't know if he was like offended or like, like whatever you don't
0: understand the interview's not over yeah. i haven't asked all my questions
1: yeah it was just like super Awkward. Like he wouldn't just let me leave. I had to like walk down the street and explain to him, like a little child, like what was wrong with him. He because he like didn't even just care about it. He was like, This happens to me all the time. Okay. He was like, What can I do to like make he was like, Why are like girls doing this? Blah blah blah. I'm like, you're too fucking like he was so eager and desperate. Um yeah.
0: I mean, I get that. In high school. I mean, I, I didn't, women weren't an option for me until I was like 18, until I got to college. Right. didn't know how to talk to girls. There's a thought that like, there's a problem. Okay. Well then you do this to solve the problem, but it's so much more nuanced than that. It's like not a tangible, well, you need to message them differently like this. You just, it's like, dude, man, you just got to be yourself. Cause it's not that that guy's like not a good date for anyone, but he's not a good date for like chill bro girl like you, you know?
1: Yeah. He was just, like, very... I mean, personally, I need a guy who, like... Like... (laughs) I'm just, like, knows what the fuck he wants Mm. and, like, can... I don't know, is, like, already successful in his own way. Like, I don't need anyone that's insecure because it's just not gonna work. When did you get so confident in who you were? I mean, honestly, over this whole, like, process i would say like the last few years has like really like brought it home for me i feel like and also i was just like and i was in a really shitty relationship for four years i moved up here with my ex-boyfriend okay and from maryland maryland like baltimore <gasps> okay and i
0: heard there was a tv show there yeah upon time.
1: yeah something about wires i don't know <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah like he he I lost a lot of my confidence, I think in that relationship and then like just getting out of it. I honestly don't really know what happened, but I just had like some sort of realization where I was like, I don't know. And you just like start, I like moved on my own and like start working out a whole bunch and then like get a new job. Mm -hmm. And it just like comes from there. So being single for, I think in the last like three and a half years, I've only been, I was with someone for like six months but I've been single for the most part. So just like focusing on yourself and like being really successful in your career and stuff, it like, you know, adds to that confidence. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I could talk it out for a long time. You could
0: you could talk you could talk that out for a whole hour, just be like, eventually we'll get to the <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just like do you. And like once you I mean, that sounds so stupid, but like once you um Stop, like, depending on other people for your happiness. And, like, mm. then that's when I think you are happy with yourself. But that is
0: so easy to say, like, when you have people who do want you. You know what I mean? Like, because, I, I I don't know, for me as being someone who girls were not an option to now, like, I do all right enough to, like, have a slutty podcast or whatever. It's, like, <laughs> it, it's, it's hard. Because, I mean, it's so, you know, sometimes you'll see... Those, like, celebrity, teen, whatever people, and they'll be on a magazine saying, like, you should just be confident in yourself and love you because you're beautiful. Like, (laughs) that's easy to say when, like, the entire country thinks you're gorgeous.
1: Well, (laughs) so, I mean, also, like, growing up, I was never, like, I was born with a cleft lip, so I got, Mm -hmm. I had, like, multiple surgeries growing up, and I was, like, always made fun of, and I've always been, like, a little overweight and... I just, I was never like the cute girl. So, um, I don't know. I mean, even still people are, trust me, like the haters on the internet speak much louder than your supporters. So Mm -hmm. really like, yeah, I mean, you still, I don't know. I don't know if that's really an excuse because like even the Kardashians, like they fucking, they probably get. They get people like telling them to die in the worst possible way, like every five minutes.
0: Right. And I like, I only want them to die in less painful ways. That's all, you know, it's (laughs) like, why you don't have to be so cruel.
1: Um, but yeah,
0: you got a lot of haters when, uh, when all this shit blew up.
1: Yeah. I mean, I try not to even like pretend, you know, I don't even like think of their existence Mm. because it's just like, it's so ridiculous.
0: There's plenty of hate for women on the internet. So it's gotta be a whole different thing when you get, uh, Called like the most popular girl on OK Cupid. Yeah. And they were like, wait, we found a girl we didn't hate enough. Everyone. <laughs> have you ever heard? Are you on Reddit at all?
1: Ever. I mean, I check it. Right.
0: But like, are you yeah. aware of a subreddit called Creepy PMs? No. Ooh, it's <laughs> like your It's your world. I mean, because yeah. you have the you have this that Tumblr dot uh, TheyReallySaidThis.com, which yeah. is like screenshots of like some like bad messages, but also some creepy ones. And yeah. it's all just bad, either like fucking hateful misogynistic dick pics really weird yeah creepy shit like hey i'd role play you as my baby daughter and we totally change your diapers be like who says that you have like an entire (laughs) folder of posts for that
1: right yeah i mean i still get a lot of um i get a lot of emails from girls like sending me messages that i post on my blog Mm. it's weird though i used to get so many more and i don't know if i'm like so easily googleable now that people like don't send me them
0: they might have like Uh, learned their lesson hopefully
1: but i even like yeah i don't really get that many i'll even like occasionally like on purpose match every single person on tinder just to like see what I'll get, and people are like very respectful, so I really don't. I don't know, mm-hmm. um, which is I guess a good thing, you know. I guess the goal was to, and still is to limit the crazy messages women receive on the internet.
0: So, you're, what apps are you still on?
1: So I'm on the Grade. What is that? Um, it's actually so I'm working with them because they.
0: Oh, is this plug?
1: Well very
0: no, very slow. Right?
1: no, I actually do. <laughs>
0: Which was the great that's just the one that I work for. Well it's- no,
1: I'm <laughs> I'm working with them because so their like slogan is called No More Creeps. So they have like this peer review um section to them where basically you can like like I've swiped through it and seen guys that I've gone on dates with mm. or like texted with or something and they were like total idiots so, so you it's can a like, review, review site. them badly okay. and the other thing i like about it is because it like scans for like grammar um, uh. and like if you write like like i have a big penis in my profile like it won't let you right
0: and you misspell penis then you're out <laughs>
1: yeah but i need like guys
0: it, who can spell cock properly not with a zero yeah
1: or if someone <laughs> sends you like a dirty message you get like your grade goes down grade. basically yeah so so if you, That's like, see a so you do an cool. F, you'd be like,
0: this dude sends so many dick pics.
1: Well, yeah, they, like, will this. they will, um, they're the only app that I think will, uh, what's the word? Cancel? Expel you Kick people out? App.
0: Expel? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: So, yeah, there's that. I mean, I'm on, like, Tinder. It's just, like, on the background on my phone, you mm. know. But honestly, I don't really, I haven't really gone on an online date in, like, a few months. Hmm.
0: Sometimes people ask me this, so I ask the same question to you: it's, Do you mm-hmm. find yourself almost pressured to go on dates or see people almost like to get more material? Because here, you like you have the book, and now like you have a TV show. That if that happens, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you'd be involved in some way. So that maybe you need more stories. Yeah, I find it the most a very annoying question, but it is something I guess asked of, uh, yeah. of me a lot.
1: I get asked all the time, like if I feel the pressure to stay single Mm. and not really, because I feel like, I feel like if I'm, even if I'm in a relationship, the content will evolve. Like I'm not necessarily trying to stay as this like online dating expert or whatever. I'm really just trying to create my own brand and like be Lauren. And this is what Lauren talks about, Yeah, you know? So, when Lauren
0: was single, she talks about being single. When Lauren's right. in a relationship, she talks about being in a relationship. Yeah. People have asked me, like, Billy, what's going to happen to the podcast if you get a girlfriend? I'd be like, whoa, right. whoa, whoa. Thank you for being so optimistic for me. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. It's very sweet of you. Yeah. But then it was, I, I still have the show. Right. It's not like I, it's not the show where I have people on and to hook up with them. It's like I've had people on from my past. Yeah. Right. So, if I have someone who's in my present, that's just something that will now be a part of me that will come out from time to time. Right. So, do you have guys like Googling you now, though, when before you go on a date and they find stuff? You know,
1: the people that I date or that I would date, like, don't really care about it, you know, they're or they think it's cool and they're just like, you know, they're just like supportive and whatever. What I'm doing is, you know, I'm very real and honest, but it's also a brand. So, like, You know, I don't write about the people that I have serious relationships with, unless it's like very, very in the past or something. You know, Mm -hmm. but I'm not like going on a good date with someone who I like want to see again, and then like writing about like the sex we just had or something. You know, I don't like that's not. I'm not putting my super personal life out there. I mean, I guess by super
0: personal you mean your sex life? Is that
1: no? I mean, like
0: because we could get started on that. We could start with the show. (laughs)
1: I mean, things that are like very genuine to me. I mean, just, I don't know. This is very hard to put into words. The guy that I'm like interested in right now. Okay. Like I'm not talking about him because I want to see where it's going to go further. Sure. You know, like this is the most I've even, I like don't even.
0: You just acknowledge his presence. You were like kind of nervous about that. You're like,
1: eh. yeah, because I like, you know, it's so I'm not like I was reading some article that some guy wrote and. It was about ghosting actually. And Ah,
0: the good old ghost.
1: Yeah. And the guy was like or the question was like, When have you ever ghosted a girl and why? And the guy was like, Because I found her Tumblr and read a post where she like explained our sex life in like detail. Um and like they were still dating. Like I would Mm. never do anything like that. But Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? I don't know. I like to ramble. <laughs> it's
0: all right, ramble away. <laughs> yeah. Do ha- I do have you on to talk? So like, I mean, it would be weird <laughs> if I had you on be like, hey, can you just say like a few words? I need you to say can like you six. Chill the
1: fuck out yeah, can you chill so
0: I can fucking talk on yeah. my goddamn show? <laughs> it's weird, like having like being Googleable. I mean, everyone is now, to an, you know, You're right? But it's different when. That's like your thing now is mm-hmm. that you're trying to do. You're trying to create a brand. I'm trying to create a brand. Mm-hmm. You search me, word man on the first page of Google. Like that's right. kind of weird.
1: You kind of have to like you have give to find it up. Th-
0: You have to find a certain type of person who will date you because yeah. some people like are going to run from that.
1: Right. I actually see it as a positive because <gasps> it really eliminates the people that I don't want to date. Right. So it's actually, I mean, it might make it more difficult, but at the end of the day, like, you it would come out eventually
0: it's a natural filtration process right yeah
1: right because i mean i'll tell people i used to like wait until like a second or third date to tell people about it mm. um i would just like wouldn't give them my last name and whatever um but now it's like one of the first things i mention and if they're like cool with it then cool but if not then or if they're like oh that's weird like are you Every fucking guy that I talk to. There we the go. First there's, thing, there's some of the
0: <laughs> anger and emotion no, I was waiting for. <laughs> literally,
1: the first thing they say is, "Are you gonna write about me?"
0: Oh, isn't that the fucking worst?
1: And do they Ugh. ask you, like, "Are you gonna talk about me?"
0: And I, but even before the podcast, just as a comedian, not yeah. and not even just people you date, just people you meet. Right. I'll be at a, Fucking craps table at a casino. Be like, yeah. oh my god, are you gonna like use me in your sketch? I'd be like, yeah, oh my god, it's not a sketch. First of all, this so my <laughs> problems with the sentence you just said. Uh, it's like, no, you're not that important.
1: Right? Exactly. I'm like, stop flattering yourself. The book's already out. Yeah. Like, go, whatever.
0: And the few times I would actually say stuff about them, I'll be yeah. like, I don't know yet, but you'll probably never know because
1: right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's fucking annoying and. Yeah.
0: But I agree. It is. It, there's a comfort to know that if they know your name and stuff, like, and they find it before you go right. out or after that first date, you're like, whatever, it's there. They know now. Uh, like, I'm a very, like, sex positive person. I do, I've done a lot of stuff sexually just because I was, the, I always had the motto of try it all, like, try right. it all twice just to make sure, you know? Uh-huh. And so that wasn't really publicly searchable before I had the show. Yeah. Uh it was just something that would eventually come out and I was yeah. always worried that, that was gonna scare women away, that mm-hmm. my sexual past was gonna freak them out. And now that I have the show, like it's like you find it, you're gonna know, like I've done some things. And are you if you're uncomfortable that I've ever seen a sex worker, then like I'm not your guy and you're definitely not my girl, you know? Yeah. And now they all know the the things.
1: Right. Yeah, just put it out there.
0: There's a comfort to that.
1: Yeah. I'm like at the point right now where I'm like I would say like in the last year, like I've become, I mean, with the book coming out, like I have to be comfortable with putting out all my business and like the book isn't even like that crazy, but like, it didn't my, seem like
0: scandalous.
1: It's a little scandalous. I mean, like, scandalous I talk like about s- like having like sugar daddies and like, ah,
0: you did the sugar daddying thing. Okay. I did. How was that? Um, that come from OKCupid? Okay because I've had friends who got, sh- who were sugar babies and they got um, some stuff off of there.
1: Yeah, it kind of started with OKCupid, and then I was like gained interest, so I like uh, went seeking it.
0: Which uh, which site were you using?
1: Uh, well, okay, so this is like I've never talked about this before, it, but man,
0: or exclusive.
1: Um, <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't really care. So here we are, back to like, all right, Lauren's putting it all out there. Put it out there. Um, no, I was on Seeking Arrangement, and I was on SugarDaddies and then I was on What's Your Price.
0: Have What's you your price?
1: The best website ever. That's the ever. best
0: <laughs> sex work website fucking ever. But it
1: wasn't even sex work. I literally well, the, went on... I mean, yeah, there's Sugar babying,
0: there's like a debate of if sugar babying is right, considered right. sex work. But even then, it's just like, that's the best... Most straightforward fucking name. Sugardaddy.com. Well, what's that about? Is it like a really cool (laughs) Silver Fox's bacon cookies? No. What's your price? Right there. I like it. No, but
1: like, have you heard of what's your price before? Never.
0: That's awesome.
1: Okay, no. So let me like actually explain.
0: Please do. So
1: what's your price? Is, I mean, so I think it could go two ways. The way I used it was I essentially, I went out with like, guys that were not the most attractive not the most socially confident but they just wanted to like go on a date with a pretty girl and literally that's all it was Mm -hmm. like going on a fucking awkward date and i'm like i think i'm pretty good at having a conversation like i work in customer service forever so i can like sit there and like pretend like i'm interested in you for an hour yeah um and that's it and i would get like anywhere from like 150 to 200 bucks for like an hour of yeah. my time. I was super broke when I was doing it. So like that was it. So I could go on like three or four of those a week and that's like, you, you could know. Pay it's, yeah, yeah, it's like 4 to 700 bucks a week. And uh um,
0: untaxed, mind you.
1: <laughs> untaxed, and I never had an issue with it. It was always like very um insecure like guys just like okay like here's your money and then i'm gonna walk away and i'm gonna still text you after and act like like go out with you and like ask you on another date like they really thought that was like they won you over you know like that was their like in
0: it wasn't the money it was my anecdote about actuarial (laughs) mathematics
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) so so that was that um it's very difficult to um to like actually see a guy that's gonna pay you like a monthly allowance with well, so a lot of girls that do it like obviously don't want to have sex with like an old man, but some of them
0: will, but yeah. like my friend my friend Kay, who's been on the show, she used to do that like she used to get five thousand dollars a month right. But again, so if she didn't think there was anything she could connect with with that person, she would turn it down and be like, hey, it's just not going to work out. Yeah. And she wouldn't take the money and just go and try to find a new arrangement. Yeah. Um, and that I was I was like, okay, so she would have sex with these guys. But these were guys, they may not have been guys she'd naturally have sex with. Right. But the arrangement, there were also other things she could find to be like, yeah, I would like to have sex with this person. She never felt like she was having sex with someone for money. Right. She felt like she was going on dates for money and then the sex was something that naturally ended up happening.
1: Yeah. Right. That's good. So I yeah, I never met anyone that I felt like I wanted to have sex with and mm. it got very uncomfortable like because they wanted to have sex with me, but I was just like so fucking grossed out. So I stopped. Obviously I did it for like a year, but yeah, I like wrote. I wrote about this in my book, too. Like, I just specifically remember, like, going on it. And they were all, like, married men. Like, most of them were. Mm. And I went out with this guy, and he was, like, pulling on my sweater and, like, trying to be, like, flirtatious with me. And I was just, like, like, all I could think of was, like, you're going to fuck up my brand-new sweater (laughs) and, like, just, like, stop touching me. And, like, that's kind of when I realized I was, like, I can't do this anymore. Like, it just became, like, a job. And they, like, text you, like – you know, like a boyfriend would or something and, like, tell you about their problems and you're just like, I, like, either need more money for this (sighs) or, like, I just don't want to hear it. Well, And
0: that's why, you know, that's why that is kind of a job. And that's, I think, what some of those sites are for.
1: Yeah. And it's exhausting. It's a crazy world. It's not for everybody. It took me a good, like, six months to really figure out how it works. So I feel like I only really... You know, understood it like the last six months I did it, but then I just realized like I'd rather just make my own money, and I feel much better about that. Yeah, yeah.
0: And you weren't doing any other job during that.
1: Uh, I was working you... in retail. Okay. Yeah, the first like time I got handed like three grand in cash.
0: Got... I... Wait, 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 wait! Let's back the fuck up. <laughs> Stop it! You're
1: you're holding no, back told... here. do No, that's where's
0: like... where's three grand coming from here? Come this on. This
1: Was a guy Spell. that I. Like, we agreed on an arrangement for, like... And he was going to give me, like, three grand a month. Um, So, like, he gave it to me the first time. We just, like, went on a date. Or actually, it was, like, the second date we ever went on. Okay. So, like, the first... I feel like always the first date was, like, just getting to know someone and, like, see seeing if, if you is... wanted to do it. yeah. Right. And then, like, we were, like, okay, cool. So then... But like we didn't, I never like agreed on sex with anyone. It was always just like I tried to like get as far as I could without having sex, pretty much. So like on our second date, um, we were like, okay, cool, we agreed on this, and he just like gave me three grand in cash for the rest of the month or whatever. And did you
0: see him again after that?
1: I think I saw him like a couple more times. I yeah. fucking hope he actually be won that. Um, we only like went to dinner and stuff. Yeah, though.
0: but still, some people some people need the company.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, mean, he wound up can- he wound up like canceling it because I think he felt guilty about um, his wife and multiple children. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that don't but, happen. Um, but some people just need just they just want companionship. Yeah, I mean, I have a friend like who she's a comedian and she used to be a sex worker and and she had some clients who just really needed to see somebody to do like make out and cuddle. Or I, you know, I used to webcam in college, and I had dudes who, and I'm, you know, they're paying per minute. Uh I had guys who would talk to me for over an hour before they even asked me to take my shirt off. Yeah, because they just want someone to talk to. Some Mm -hmm. people just need that. And when you're paying someone who would take it in the ass, right, for this amount of money, you say, hey, same amount of money, Uh but all you have to do is talk to me. It becomes a little bit easier to, to find someone who will listen. It's sad. Some people just need people who will listen to them.
1: Yeah. No, I get that.
0: And I'm just like, dude, just buy a microphone, put it on iTunes. 12 people will <laughs> listen to you.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Would you ever, is there an amount of money that no. would cause you? Come on now.
1: Um. Wait, what's the, finish the question.
0: Yeah. You were just like, to no, no. Yeah. The fuck someone. No. Yeah, fuck someone.
1: It, it would have to be a lot. I'm going to sure. say like 50 grand. 50 grand yeah
0: 50 grand you hear that everyone right now not now though not now
1: now let's see now probably like
0: it'd have to be like the equivalent of three tv options (laughs) be like
1: (laughs) yeah somewhere three four hundred grand probably sure yeah because i realized like getting spoiled and having a lot of money at like one it's like it really doesn't do anything you know your happiness does not come from money
0: i mean you are living in uh, can i say where what neighborhood or no
1: Oh, sure. I don't care.
0: Okay. I mean, like, you're living in style, So, I mean, yeah. like, it's, all, it's like you might be selling a TV show, but it's, eh, I'm still just moving the bedside.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, also after you make, like, I mean, depending on what city you're in, but I read this, like, article. It's like, after you make, on average, like 80 grand a year, like, your happiness isn't dependent on your yeah. money. As long as you can, like, live Ugh. and buy food, then
0: you bought a house, you got a car. Mm-hmm. You can feed yourself, and you exactly. can get an Xbox. I mean, that's really all one needs in this world.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. So money, I'm not like a. I like success, but I'm not like a greedy person. Sure. Sure. Yeah.
0: You seem you seem very um, uh, taken aback when I told you before about the sex party. You were.
1: No, I just like like I I'm not judgmental at all. I just like.
0: Taking back, I mean, judge- well, one, I'm of a belief, judgmental. We're all judging. It's about if it's positive or negative. Um, no, I just meant taking it back. You're like, well, what's that? Like, I have this weird thing where I, 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 I almost assume everyone with like a bunch of tattoos has been to like some sort of fuck party or is into some <laughs> kinky thing. I don't know what it is. It's just like that's every-
1: one thing we could talk about. <laughs> yeah, what? About the assumptions that people make about tattooed people. Yeah.
0: I do that just like... It's like if I sit at a poker table and there's an Asian, an an older Asian man at the table, I automatically assume he's an amazing player. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: I I shouldn't because part of me is like, Billy, that's racist. Like, yeah, man, but you're trying to save money. Don't get into a hand with him. Right. So you you have people... I mean,
1: I get... I mean, also, this is like part of my um theory on like why i get so many messages is because like tattoos are very trendy and like a lot Mm. of like super finance bros like want to fuck a girl with tattoos
0: why is that what was that thing is that like the because it's like is it the girl he can't bring home the mom is that what that's about
1: yeah it's like someone they like can't have or like is like a bad girl thing so like no she'd get me me kicked
0: out of the country club i could never
1: (laughs) Um, no, but I think tattoos are, like, they've become, like, a modern, like, fetish. And I can see that. Yeah.
0: I can see that. People being really into I think it's the uh, tattoos make them assume a lot of things about the personality. Right. And I, I know think-
1: many prude, <gasps> heavily tattooed prude people. Really? Yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
1: So you can't assume one way or the other. I haven't answered... For you now actually to how i became confident oh okay. i actually just kind of like thought about this when i started doing like the sugar daddy thing mm-hmm. i realized like very quickly that like these like millionaire men that i was going out with they're just like people so i mean they are people and then i i have a lot of celebrity clients like for makeup okay. and i mean i just realized like people are people and there's nobody worth you know being intimidated by so because
0: even the dude who has millions of dollars
1: is paying for company yeah and like hiding things from his wife and like you know still getting rejected like you know all the time or whatever so and everyone's in their own thoughts and like if you take away like the cool clothes and the hair and the makeup and like whatever the friends and the manager and all that, like people are, you know, they're just people at the end of the day. So I think that fact like really empowered me. All
0: right. There we go. rocket. Well, any, anything else you want to share before we uh, sign off here? I
1: don't know. I think that's it
0: about covered it uh you have a book it's called popular which every time i read the title i think of wicked and i start going popular
1: <laughs> i just I heard of that song like two weeks ago i'm
0: a really bad straight guy i like know all the wicked songs i'm really bad <laughs> at this heterosexuality thing aside from like yeah. going down on women it's like everything else i'm really bad at
1: <laughs> um yeah my book is it's on um where is my book? It's everywhere books are sold. It's in Barnes and Noble. <laughs> good. There's a good answer. Was <laughs> it's good. In I was Barnes about and to come in
0: I was about to write in big letters like Amazon a, and all that. It's
1: on Amazon. <laughs> all my um, social media is at Low in the Cosmos.
0: And uh, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks, Thanks for, for checking out me. the Bushwick. Later. So here's what uh here's what I took from my conversation with her. You know, it, towards the end when she talked about how she got more confident when she realized that even the you know a multimillionaire is all is sometimes is going to pay for women just for companionship to talk and that she realized, "Oh, everyone is just people." Look, you know, Lauren is she's lovely, she's great. She's uh she's not that much different than the average woman you might run into and come across and talk to you know and, and so even the most popular woman on OK Cupid, you know she's not in a bikini she's not a bikini model she's just a pretty regular person with her her pros and cons so i found that interesting so do uh check out lauren Eurasic uh, on the internet buy her book popular and she's on Twitter, Instagram at Low and the Cosmos. That's L O and the Cosmos. Uh, obviously, as you all know, I'm on Twitter myself. I'm over there at the Billy Prusita. Uh Say hello. Use the hashtag ManHorPodcast. Podcast. Let me know what you thought about the show. And if you want to say something a little bit more privately, or you want to send. Your favorite man whore podcast moment for the upcoming clip show you can email to manhorpod at gmail.com. And of course, people, if you can pledge, whether it's 50 cents a month, a dollar a month, five dollars a month, whatever you can give, please go to com and click the Patreon banner. Make a pledge, support the show. Let's reach that first milestone goal before the new year comes. And if you're listening to this episode in 2016, you can totally still pledge be a patron i don't care if you're late Uh, i'm not i'm not too picky about kindliness but thank you all for listening so much and tune in next wednesday and every wednesday or whatever day of the week you like to listen to podcasts because the internet is awesome Uh, i will be here with uh, my previous partners sex educators sex workers and all other interesting sexy people but until then you enjoy yourselves and stay slutty